This summer, I've been teaching buddy lessons to two rising first graders. One started lessons with me in January, and the other just started last month. They are both using the method book Piano Safari Friends, which I have really enjoyed teaching from this year. Both students have had 30-minute lessons with me almost weekly this summer, and since I was able to schedule them back-to-back, I'm doing 25 minutes with one student, 10 minutes with both, and then 25 minutes with the other student. You could certainly do longer, 25, 20, and 25, which would give each student a 45-minute lesson slot in your schedule and an opportunity to get through maybe four to six activities during the buddy lesson portion. With only 10 minutes, I plan two to three activities each week. Back in episode 18, I shared a glimpse into an elementary buddy lesson in my studio, pre-COVID, the types of activities that we did together and how I facilitated things. Today, I'm sharing a behind the scenes look at how I organized our buddy lesson activities and sequenced them from week to week. I'm Ashley Danu, and you're listening to Field Notes on Music Teaching and Learning. Writing field notes is a way of documenting and processing what we see in the world. This podcast is a collection of creative ideas, practical strategies, and thoughtful observations from the field of music teaching and learning. Here, you'll find creative and pedagogically sound teaching tips, fresh new approaches you can use in your teaching, and insight into a few tried and true systems and creative processes designed to help you do your best work. Let's get started. Sometimes I find it helpful to plan multiple weeks at a time. For private lessons, I plan week to week, but for buddy lessons and studio classes, I found that having a big picture vision of where we're headed and what activities build upon another can be a useful way to organize my ideas. And it also saves time. This summer, I sat down and planned two months of buddy lessons for my kindergarten slash rising first grade students. I opened a new note in Evernote, my favorite note-taking app, and I wrote down three categories of musical activities, rhythm, listening and movement, and the musical alphabet. Under each category, I made a list of five to six activities that could be done in three to five minutes. I sequenced them so each activity built on the one before it. Then, each week when I go to write my post-it note lesson plan, I choose the next activity from each category to build on what we did the week before. Side note, if you listened to my last episode on lesson planning, episode 47, you heard me talk about my post-it note lesson plans for my beginning students. I recently started using the post-it note app on my iPad and it's worked really well. I can write out my lesson plans for each student and our buddy lesson time and quickly swipe from one to the next. This is how I'm staying organized, teaching two beginning students, a buddy lesson, and one elementary student back-to-back on Tuesdays all summer. Here's a peek into my planning notes for buddy lesson activities based on the Piano Safari Friends curriculum and what has worked well for us. Let's start with rhythm. We started with a simple rhythm card matching game. I printed out a set of rhythm flashcards based on the animal rhythm patterns in the Piano Safari Friends book and just made a jumble on the floor. And then the students took turns choosing a card and finding a matching rhythm from the jumble. 
The second week I had the stack of rhythm flashcards face down, and next to them was a stack of animal cards face up. These were based on the characters in Piano Safari Friends, so Charlie Chipmunk, Zechariah Zebra, Herbie Hippo, Jem Giraffe, Christabel Kangaroo, and Leo the Lion. Students took turns flipping over a rhythm card to see if it matched the animal card that was face up. And if it didn't match, the rhythm card would go on the bottom of the pile, and the next student would flip over the next card and see if that was a match, etc. In week three, students made rhythm phrases with the same set of flashcards. And I asked them to flip over one card in their four card sequence and improvise a pattern. I asked if they had any ideas for rhythms they could do for that blank card, and I gave them an opportunity to practice a few first. Then I explained that they could choose their favorite idea when they got to the blank card. This helps reinforce that idea that improvising is not making up something on the spot, it's making a choice or choosing from a set of familiar ideas and musical patterns in the moment. In week four, students made four card rhythm phrases with flashcards and performed them together. This is great preparation for ensemble playing. In week five, I gave each student a personal sized whiteboard and a dry erase marker, and they practiced writing rhythm patterns and performing them for each other. The second category was listening and moving activities. I made a list of classical pieces that I could stream from Spotify to facilitate movement. Some of these are recommended on the listening pages in the Piano Safari Friends curriculum. Others I researched myself. Scott Joplin's Maple Leaf Rag is great for reinforcing steady beats. You can tap your head, shoulders, knees, elbows, toes, etc. Eight beats each and just have your students imitate. Beethoven's Pathetic Sonata could be useful for hearing and internalizing a slower beat. Florence Price's piano piece Ticklin' Toes is fun and upbeat, and there are a few different sections in it, so it could be fun to create different movements for each one, so you'd have to study the score in advance so you know how long each section is. Bach's Italian Concerto is another great piece for reinforcing steady beats. You could even create a movement chart that shows how many beats to do for each motion. Sasson's Carnival of the Animals would be a fun listening activity to do in a buddy lesson or studio class. I could see listening to a few selections and giving students a coloring or drawing assignment, or you could choose a few key movements and have students move to the music, which is what I'm planning to do. I chose from the following movements. Aquarium. This one sounds so much like the prologue in Beauty and the Beast. Google it. Elephant. The Swan and the cuckoo. There are also a few Piano Safari Friends pieces that lend themselves to movement, particularly Colors Shine, Dancing with Daisies, Safari Friends Parade, and Goodbye Friends. The digital recordings are included with your purchase of the book. I created a playlist in Apple Music so I can play them from my phone or computer if I have my computer with me in lessons. The third musical category I chose for my students was alphabet review. This is such a good way to prepare for note reading and reinforce key recognition on the piano. 
And there are so many fun, creative ways to learn about not only the notes of the musical alphabet, up and down, but also steps versus skips, direction, and key recognition on the piano. Some of these ideas came from Craig Sale in a Francis Clark Center webinar a few years ago. The first activity was putting the cards in alphabetical order. I printed out two to three sets of musical alphabet cards for this activity. Nothing fancy, just letters four to a page. And I placed them in a jumble on the floor. Students took turns finding the next letter and adding it to the row. The second week, I set out the alphabet cards in order with only the first letter facing up. And students took turns naming the next letter and turning the card over to then check their answer. We also did a challenge where we kept the cards face down, except for the first one, and I pointed up and then down the row and had them name the letters. We did this going up and down and backwards and forwards until we reached the end of the row and then flipped over the last card to check our answer. In week three, I set out 10 small paper plates on the floor, stepping up, down, and repeating. I marked the first plate as A with an alphabet card. Students took turns naming the notes and placing an alphabet card on the remaining plates, and then we sang the melody together. This is similar to a written activity in the Music Tree Time to Begin Activities book. I simply modified it to be more hands-on. In week four, I chose an alphabet card and asked both students to run across the room to find the note on the piano. In week five, I made two card piles on the floor alphabet cards facing down, and animal cards, the same ones that we used for the rhythm activity, also facing down. Students took turns drawing an alphabet card and an animal card and playing the selected rhythm on that key on the piano. For instance, one student drew G and the picture of Zechariah Zebra, so they went to the piano and played Zechariah Zebra on a G. Of course, there are lots of other activities that you could do with beginning piano students, especially those that start lessons at the same time. As I look to the fall and the possibility of continuing to teach buddy lessons to these two students, I may explore some note reading activities at the piano, learning a new song together, improvising, and reviewing the animal technique exercises presented in the Piano Safari book. I hope this episode is helpful to you as you plan for the year ahead. I would love to hear about your experiences with buddy lessons. Have you done something like this in your studio? Leave a comment or reach out to me on Instagram. Also, let me know if you try any of these activities with your students. I'd love to hear how it goes. Thanks so much for listening today. For written notes, related links, and more information on today's topic, visit ashleydanu.com slash fieldnotes. You can find me on Instagram at ashleydanu. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you'd subscribe and leave a review in Apple Podcasts. This will help others discover this content in the future. Plus, I'd love to hear what you like about the show and if there's anything specific you'd like to hear in the future. Again, thanks so much for tuning in today. See you next time.